So, what should we do tonight? Anything's better than last night. All right. All right, then we should do something. Something sounds good. I have an idea. Why don't we rent a video tonight? Yeah, can we please? On a weeknight? Yeah, come on, Mom. It's okay. Sure. Come on. Let's throw caution to the wind. Yo, what's up, Cellar Dwellers? This is Overlord Dan, and uh, I'm pulling a Kanye West real quick. So, basically, before I let Trev take the mic, I wanted to jump in and say a couple things. Only because it's pertinent. It's important information. Um, So, what I wanted to talk to you about is our very good friends um, at the Geek Exploration Podcast, Ben and John, are working on this amazing comic called space oddities and it's like the very end of their kickstarter campaign and they're trying to hit some really cool stretch goals that ultimately this is a selfish move on my part because what what's happening here is that if they hit those stretch goals then if they i think the one that they're on right now is the the book will get a nice spine binding and so for me you know i would love to get a copy of the book with a nice spine binding But anyway, it's a super fucking cool book. Um, It's a very cool Kickstarter. Um, I love these guys. I love what they're doing. And I'm stoked about Space Oddities. And we really wanted to get them on the show. But with the holidays and everything, it's just been really hard to find the time to put it all together. So I also, though, didn't want to just let it go without ever mentioning it to you. So... I am definitely recommending that you go check out their Kickstarter campaign. I'll drop a link to it in uh, the show notes for this episode. I will also, um, I'll throw it up on Twitter. You can also check out um, at GeeksplorePod on Twitter. Um, and they they have a Space Oddities account on Twitter as well. Um, and, you know, you can go through any of those channels to find... Um, to, to find the link to their Kickstarter campaign, but um, it looks really fucking cool. And basically the money they're trying to raise right now is to get, uh, get it colored and get it printed. And, um, and it would just be really fucking rad uh, to see, to see you guys come through for them. I know this is last minute. I think that the campaign ends like tomorrow or the next day. Uh, but you know, this is usually the time when people, you know, when these things need to push the most. And so, you know, I'm recommending that you go check it out. Um, you watch their little video about it. Um, I got a black and white print of some of it. Um, it looks gorgeous. They did an amazing job. The story seems very, very cool. Um, and you know, it would be super rad uh, of you to be able to to throw in a couple bucks to help get this off the ground. Um, and, you know, who knows? Someday Space Oddities might be a major motion picture like like fucking uh, uh, Avengers or X-Men or, you know, anything like that. 
And you can say, oh, yeah, back in the day, man. Oh, back in my day, I threw a couple bucks on their Kickstarter campaign. And then your grandkids will go, Grandpa, what's a Kickstarter? And you go, back in my day, there was this thing called the Internet. Back before it was all inside of our brains. Um or something along those lines. I'm not really sure how it'll happen or what will happen. But what I'm saying to you is these guys are doing something very cool and you can be part of it by just throwing a few bucks at their Kickstarter campaign. I think it's like for as little as like 10 bucks, you can get um, a digital copy of the book. I'm, I'm trying to look right now because I don't want to misrepresent it. But... Um, Let's see. Let's look here. Oh, shit. I can't pull it up. God damn it. This is... I was not prepared. I had so much time to prepare for this, and I didn't even prepare, because that's just how I roll, you know? You never know. Okay, so, for $5, $5, you get a digital copy of the book. $10, you get a print copy. And all of these, your name goes onto the credits page, so your name would actually be in the book. 13 bucks, you get the print and digital copy. And then when you go up from there, you get a bunch of cool, like custom art. There's mini prints, there's art from Ben, there's art from John, there are sketch covers. I mean, so much cool shit that you can get um, by, by funding this. Um, it's totally worth it. And if you've never backed a Kickstarter campaign, I've done a couple. Um, I did one where uh, one of the guys who worked on the Ninja Turtle comics, um, Jim Lawson, um, he released a book. I'm trying to look for it, which is why my mic sounds weird now. Look for it on my shelf. Where is it? 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 Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was cool. It was like this this cool like dinosaur story. Um. And, you know, I got my name, my name on there and it just felt really cool to be a part of something that's getting off the ground and, you know, does isn't backed by Marvel or DC or image or IDW or anything like that. It's just backed by like people like you and me. So that's enough about that. I will say their tagline, uh, that space oddities is a comedy adventure comic book. Um, drawing inspiration from Indiana Jones and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, it's about the crew of the Aftosa, Dirk and Jorge McSanchez, which is a good name. They're in the business of locating and procuring lost or misappropriated antiquities. That sounds like stolen things. A lucrative, if not stable business until a young woman. It's always a young woman, isn't it? named Jet Paxton, suddenly becomes an unsolicited crew member. Jet's quest to find her mother will point them toward a fabled artifact of immense power and all the danger that comes with it. See, doesn't that sound fucking cool? Help Ben and John get this thing going. Help me get a nice spine-covered version of the book and fucking get in on this while the getting's good. For the next two days, the, the, the Kickstarter is still up and running. So go check that out. And now, without further ado, I hand it off to my man Trev to tell you the rewind about our B and C episodes. Enjoy. 
Hey everybody, welcome to the Movie Cellar Rewind. I am your host, Trev Allen. Last season, The Rewind went through the movies that the fellas watched and did a deeper dive into the film. What happened was, the guys got pretty good at reviewing movies. And with them getting good at that, I'm out of a job. Till this season. This season, with the You Pick'em, we decided that I was going to tackle the movies that didn't get picked. I'm going to let you guys know if the voting was fair or not. I'm going to let you know... A little bit about each of those movies that didn't get picked. Uh, it gives me twice the workload and two less people. So I don't quite understand how, how I'm getting paid for this. But uh, hopefully it's uh, pretty lucrative. We'll see. I'll have to talk to Dan about that. He's the one in charge of the cash. So all you guys have to do is sit back and relax and hear me rant about some movies. All right, guys. If Dan labeled this correctly, it should read Rewind, lowercase b, capital C. And the reason why I'm doing that is because... I was on the B episode with them, and uh, we talked about The Big Lebowski, and since I was already in that episode, why would I want to talk about it again? I will give you a brief summary of the whole thing with the format that we're doing. Um, Big Lebowski is not streaming anywhere for free, so that means you got to pay for it. Uh, I would wait until it, until it's free somewhere, to be honest with you. That, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, like I said, I wasn't a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the Coen Brothers movies, um, with the exception of two. But you know, it is what it is. It's a it, this Big Lebowski is is engraved into pop culture, and I, I I appreciate it for that. And that's about all. So um, the other two movies was Beavis and Butthead, which you can watch on HBO uh, right now. HBO Go, HBO Max, whatever whatever HBO's new app is, you you can watch that there. And um, the other one was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is on Stars and Roku Channel, whatever the fuck that is. I'm not going to lie. I think their choices were kind of weak, um, and I can see why the Big Lebowski won. I understand why Bill and Ted was picked, because it was right before the, the launch of the new movie. But uh, come on, guys. You can do better than that. All right, guys. Now on to uppercase C. Uh, Dan picked Clerks, Chris picked Coneheads, and George picked Conan the Barbarian. Um, Clerks won, as you guys know, and uh, rightfully so. I will say that movie needed to win that. Um, Kevin Smith, for whatever, whether you like him or not, he definitely launched the um, independent filmmaker onto the big screen, you know, uh, movement. You know, he, he did this movie with no budget, and, and, and they talk about that in the episode, so we're not going to get into it. But they definitely got, you guys, the fans, got it right. Dan was right to pick it, because I believe in uh, film history, it definitely has its place. Now, Chris. Chris picked Coneheads. Um, I don't know what's going on with his selections this year. They're all, they're all very nostalgic, I think. Coneheads, if you haven't seen it, is a skit from Saturday Night Live that they tried to make a movie of. And I think it was pretty popular, but to be honest with you, I mean, the the skits were better than were on Saturday Night Live. Once again, they're following that Strange Brew format, like all skit movies do. Um, And and, uh, Strange Brew set set the tone for all this, but they did it it better than most. So uh, I I don't have much to say other than, you know, you're going to see a young Chris Farley and, and, and... uh, Dan Aykroyd's great because he's always great, but Coneheads, I mean, 
at the, at its time, I believe it had a place. I just don't I don't see it being something that's so iconic that needs to get picked. So, kudos there, ladies and gentlemen, for not picking that one. Now we're on to George's pick, which was Conan the Barbarian. This was a solid pick. However, um, it's not going to beat Clerks to me, and, and it didn't to the voting. I think Clerks is more important in film than Conan was. The biggest takeaway from Conan the film was you could take somebody who was over 5 feet 10 inches tall and, you know, over 200 pounds and make them a star. This doesn't happen in Hollywood often, and it still kind of doesn't. Like, There's not many Jason Mimosas or The Rocks, you know. Um, look at Tom Cruise. He's not very tall at all, and he's one of the biggest action stars there is. And no, no disrespect to Tom Cruise. That's just what Hollywood does. Um, typically, the big guys are stuntmen or some kind of extra or just you know a low-level character that can just fodder. But with Conan, I, I don't know a bigger movie or, or at least one that earlier on than Conan that had that that monstrous of a human being as a lead. Um, and again, it doesn't happen often. So when it does, it's an anomaly. Uh, Schwarzenegger is an anomaly. You know, who's he was a bodybuilder and he came into acting. It just, I mean, he's you know he himself. Um, is an anomaly, as I just said. He's also like when you think of Conan, that's who you think of. Um, Conan actually started oh, man, in the thirties. Let me take a look real quick. And th- yeah, it, it, yeah. So Conan, the mythos of Conan, which I think is far more important than the movie Conan the Barbarian, um, it started in the thirties, and it was it was um a series of these fantasy stories, published in something called Weird Tales. Now, I don't know what Weird Tales is. I'm sure it's like a magazine where they had little short stories, fantasy tales, stuff in fantastical elements. But, um, and I don't know how accurate the movies were to that. But what I will say is the mythos of Conan is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Um, It is that movie. However, the movie isn't very good. It's just not. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong for its time. I'm sure it was great. Um, but when I think of like, yeah, and when I get excited, like I got excited to watch Conan the Barbarian and I hadn't seen it in years. Um, I, you know, as a kid, I never really watched Conan the Barbarian. I always watched Conan the Destroyer. I didn't know that it was a sequel, you know, so I just knew that that was what I knew. I didn't see Conan the Barbarian until I was an adult and I've only seen it a handful of times since then. Um, to me, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a movie I would go back to over and over and over. But I was excited to watch it this time, and when I was watching it is when I realized, like, this isn't really that good. I actually prefer, I'm not, I don't prefer the Jason Momoa one, but I think the story of the one with Jason Momoa was, I mean, it was essentially the same, but different. I liked that one more. That's what I'm saying. The mythos of Conan, I think, is way more important than the actual film. But you wouldn't have it without the film, but, so that, that that's that. I will say the snake in Conan the Barbarian is way better than that CGI snake that I talk about in the A episode with Anaconda. Um, blah. I still can't get that one out of my head. This, this, 
this this one was practical effects, I believe, because it I mean it looked like it way better, way better of a snake, way better than anaconda. I digress. You guys got it right. You guys got it right again um, with this week's pick, and and that's awesome. Um, hopefully, one day you guys will get it wrong, because if you get it wrong, that means I get to watch the right one. So real quick, let's just break down where you can find these movies. Right now, Clerks is on HBO. Like I said before, I don't know if it's Max, Go, um, 2, Channel. It's, it's on HBO. It's on all of them. If, it's on, if you got one, you got them all, I believe. Coneheads. You can watch Coneheads on Netflix or Tubi right now. Um, Conan is on Stars and that Roku channel, whatever that is. I really don't know what that is. I don't have a Roku, though, so that's probably why. Well, that's it for this week's Rewind uh, for Little C. No, Little B and Uppercase C. That's what it's called. Dan, make sure you write that in the goddamn title. I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I'm going to quit. I'm done with this stuff. You guys give me no respect. You make me do all these rewinds. You know, you know I don't get included enough. I don't get a company letter ever. I don't get a Christmas card. Stephanie gives me a Christmas card, though, so that's good. Uh, that's it for the rewind guys we'll talk to you next time unless dan fires me uh or chris or i don't know if george has much say in firing me but chris and dan do so hopefully they don't we'll talk to you next time hopefully goodbye <laughs>